It's 9-11, everybody. It's 9-11. Welcome to the Tower 7 in his room today. Welcome to a somber Dionysus room. Thank you for listening. And please smash. Smash that, smash that like button today. Smash that like button today on 9-11. Make sure you fly and crash that thumbs up. Like button to the subscribe button. Maybe hit the subscribe button twice. Maybe hit maybe hit it once and then wait once and then wait minutes and then minutes and try it again and try it again and try it again. All right, I'm sorry. Um, today is fucking They may censor 9/11 on YouTube. I don't know. They may censor the, the 911 day. Today's the day it all began and it all ended at the same time, guys. Never forget. But always do remember. Uh, I gotta say, you know, people don't really. It's all about the Twin Towers, it's all about NYC. It also went to PA and DC on the same day. Shanksville, Pennsylvania. I'm not really sure why it went to Shanksville. I think we had a, something there. <clears throat> but, uh, yep. Yeah, and you know, like, one thing uh, that's kind of disturbing about the internet is, like, you know, like, uh, YouTube, like, will sometimes send me, well, not send me, but, like, 9-11 stuff will sometimes pop up, like, just on my feed on YouTube and stuff. Because I have watched, like, footage of it. Because, like, uh, I mean, the news, like, kind of polished over what, what it really looked like. Uh, and one year, like, not that long ago, a few years ago, I just found all this, like, personal, like, handheld footage on YouTube that they, like, up to HD and stuff, and it's really, really scary and creepy to look at, I mean, and I was, like, you know, a guy I know was over here, like, making fun of me, saying, like, uh, oh, that's weird that you would watch that, like, and I'm not sitting here watching it, like, oh, fuck yeah, <laughs> it was kind of, like, one of those things where you're, like, you just kind of forget, I mean, you know, no pun intended, but, uh, you do, I mean, I did kind of forget, like, how bad it was, or, like, I don't think I knew at the time, because, get started already, where were you, when it happened, they made it happen, they made it happen, where were you, where were you, when it happened, when it happened, when it happened, when it happened. Were you sitting there, like, sitting there, like twiddling your thumbs, thinking everything was hunky dory, hunky dory? Well, it wasn't. Well, it wasn't. Everything changed. Everything changed. Everything changed. Nine one one event. Nine one one event. I wonder if I can void YouTube shadow banning stuff if I say nine one one instead. The big nine one one event. Everybody called nine one one that day. Uh, 
Well, about me, I was, uh, I was in a community college class, Cumberland, Cumberland County College, they called it, in Vineland, New Jersey. I was in like some intro to uh, like some really stupid orientation class, you know? If you go to even just community college, that you take like orientation class or like a freshman seminar, it's like a waste of a period. Well, that day, it wasn't a waste. Um, listen, by the way, I'm not making fun of 9 11. <laughs> I just, uh, I am joking about the doing a somber tone, but. I took it more seriously than you did on that day. Everybody kind of has to, like, well, it makes sense. Everybody online, like, has to, like, comment where they were that day. Uh, and almost some of it is a little one-up, like, one-upmanship <laughs> of going, oh, yeah, well, I was. And I don't know why that is. I guess it's just, like, how we are as humans. We just one-up each other all the time. I mean, most of it isn't, but some, I feel like, do try to one-up each other. Like, oh, yeah, you were, I was literally, I, like, was in the plane and also in the building at the same day, so. Well, no, you couldn't have been in the plane, but. There was that comedian, let me, uh, you know what, I'm looking him up. He has one of those crazy last names. Steve. Steve. Ranas, 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 Zissy, Zissy, Zissy lied about 9-11. He wasn't there, and he said he, for some reason, this comedian, now if you're wondering if comedians were, were sane completely and totally normal and sane, they, this shows that, and you would think, wow, what's wrong with that guy, you know? Like, what, that's a, that's a, outlier because most comedians aren't like that crazy no this is kind of how they all are they just don't lie about 9-11 usually but this kind of did it does seem like this ruined his career uh i don't like i never hear about this guy anymore i mean it's one thing to lie about something it was that reporter brian williams i think that lied about he was although every politician does this too like Biden Hillary Clinton I think they all like exaggerate and lie about like oh I was in Iraq and I like Bin Laden pointing a gun at me or something when I was reporting but this guy lies about being in the World Trade Center on 911 about one and now I don't ever I think his career's done uh and Pete Davidson was none too pleased because he apparently... What if Pete Davidson... I've always wondered this. Ever since Pete Davidson... It's like the universe was like, oh, Pete Davidson, all right, you lost your dad, but we're just going to give you a career. We're just going to give you everything. <laughs> I'm not saying he's not, you know, talented or anything, but... I mean, he's he's dated like every famous female celebrity at this point. He's just going through them. It's a little bit of the universe going like, all right, well, your dad died, so what if he lied? What if one day they were like, Pete Davidson, his dad wasn't even anywhere near he was dead. His dad was, uh, you know, I don't know. His dad was, was dead 
1998 or something. Um, so Steve ran his sissy in 2009. Things were going well. Oh, I should play not somber music, but just like. Things were going well for Ranazissi in 2009, according to the Washington Post. The modern comedian had just gotten into the game, yet he was already a regular on an FFX show. He was b being interviewed by Mark Marin, spelled incorrectly, thanks to the premiere of his show, The League. That's impressive. That's impressive. His first credits came in 2003 when he played a field agent on Punked. Remember that show? I do. That was after the 911 event. To go from nobody to TV star in just eight years is no easy feat. Some actors and comedians work their whole lives for that type of recognition. Renaziski claimed that he got into comedy after almost perishing in 911. He told Marin, that he was working for Merrill Lynch in the South Tower on that sunny September day. When as this he described in detail running for his life through the streets of Manhattan. But it turns out, none of that was true. Even he didn't seem to know why he lied about his experiences on 911. He had just recently moved to New York and was working in... Uh... Midtown Manhattan that morning, maybe it was for the attention or to truly feel part of the city. He couldn't really explain his motivation. Once people started downing his story, he came clean and posted an apology to his Twitter. It read, I don't know why I said this. This was inexcusable. I am truly, truly sorry. Renesissi didn't get off easy for his lie. He was essentially canceled before quote-unquote cancel culture was even a thing i'm trying to like imitate the over the you know there there really is like just go on youtube search for any narrator and they just all do weird i can't even really imitate style narration although later interviews have revealed davidson has mixed feelings about the comedian he once respected he did not take kindly to renesissi's lie Oh, interesting. So, um, Renesissi has had a few small roles since being called out for lying in 2015. It seems like his career isn't dead in the water, but he hasn't landed anything as big as the league. He had bit parts in TV shows, and uh, yeah, pretty much dead though. It looks like it pretty much killed his career. I mean, you never know like what, like, you know, I've, I don't even, I've never seen the league. I don't know if he was even good on it. But, like, I mean, what a fucking crazy thing to do. Like, why? <laughs> what the fuck, man? I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast before. It's just, like, so crazy. Like, because it's such a thing to lie about. Like, it's not a, it's not one of those, like, it's not even like a, I don't know. I was going to say George Santos lie, but he could, I could see him 
So I live with my, this is me doing Pete Davidson. So I live with my mom. Well, we bought a house together, but nobody believes that. Well, he doesn't like need to, so it is a choice. He just let his mom live in there because, you know, his dad and all that. Uh, where's the, it says nothing about Steve. I don't know if, like, yeah, how could you come back from that? Like, what a crazy lie. And then, I mean, okay, at least he admitted it. He lied, and he, he admitted he doesn't know why he did it. But wouldn't, wouldn't you know why you did it? Like, how is that possible? It just came out of my mouth. I don't, I don't know. It just happened. Like, <laughs> it's more like, I'm just like, what? Like, why? How many times did he lie, too? Like, he said it on Marin, but did he, like, repeat it in, like, every interview he did or something? I guess he just admitted that I was immature, he says here. Like, that's not an explanation. I mean, that's a crazy thing to say, to say you were in the building. I mean, it's one thing to say you were even in the city on that day. You were in the building. He can be seen sharing his 911 experience on the Pauly Shore, some Pauly Shore show in 2009, too. And he had, with his wife holding his baby at his side, he told <laughs> Pauly Shore he was at the, on the f uh, 54th floor of the South Tower. So you were in the s second tower. Is that insane, you guys? This guy was in the second. This is Pauly Shore. This guy was in the second tower of 911. This isn't like we're doing some, jo some joke. This is real. Ranazissi continued, and then the first tower got hit by the plane, and we felt it in the second tower. I mean, I guess all you would have to do is look up interviews of people who were in the tower and just copy one of their stories. So where was your wife? Uh, he asked, gesturing toward his wife. She worked on the 24th floor of the same tower, and I didn't even know if she was in work yet. Oh, my God, he made this whole thing up. He then described walking back home to Brooklyn over the bridge and meeting up later with his wife. So his wife was scheduled to work as a temp that day in, a nearby, in the nearby World Financial Center, not the South Tower. Um, then he told it on Marin. Kind of hard to come back from... Mark Maron was like the biggest podcast at the time. It was like, I feel like it was above Rogan at one point. It like was one of the biggest podcasts. And then Rogan took over. I don't know what happened there. Everybody loved Mark Maron for like a couple, a few years. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it, man. What did he, why did he, I don't. So his wife, wouldn't his wife have known he was lying right next to her? Like, <laughs> I just still don't understand this. Oh, my God. How could you, like, if somebody goes, holy shit, really? And then you just keep going with it? <laughs> you just keep making... Yeah, probably because it make it seem more believable. I just, like, I can't really believe that he doesn't... He wasn't, like, a pathological liar or something to... to like, maybe his wife is used to him just embellishing everything and just sat there like, here we go again. I'm not going to say anything because he's on a Pauly Shore thing, but 
Oh, yeah, this is the other thing I was talking about. Brian Williams, who inter- inaccurately claimed to be to have been shot down while reporting in her- Iraq. Uh, that's so fucking weird. Yeah, the, there was this other, there was this documentary about a lady who made up an entire identity about, like, that she was in the towers. <laughs> uh, it's called, like, The Woman Who Wasn't There or something. I feel like I might have talked about it, like, a while back, so I don't know, but. That's another woman who made up everything and like, but this is like this one, it's a one, it's, it's, it's almost more weird that it's like a one-off, um, thing to lie about. It's just weird. Like, I feel like probably he would have kept lying about more things, I guess. It's just so weird that it was one crazy lie like that. I mean, you know, his wife, I guess, was kind of near the, I don't know. But yeah, we all talk about the um, where we were that day, you know? Where were we? Where were you? I was in the tower. I was on the 99th floor, and I, I saw the plane coming, and I said, we better start running downstairs now, and I saved everybody's life on the 99th floor. Look it up. And then, funny story, I saw this woman there, right? She was a temp that day, and she was in the south, northwest, east tower, working for, uh, you know, Capital One or something. And um, turns out she's my wife now, so pretty crazy story. And then, and then my, I had a little voice that said, hey, you know, stay and help. And I listened to that little voice. It was my great, 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 <laughs> great grandfather from the grave. I just saw his face and he said, stay and help. And I said, okay, great, 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 great father, great father, great father, great father, not great father, not because all my grandfathers are great, they're great, so I call them great fathers. And I said, okay, great father, great father, great father. And I stayed, and I stayed, and I stayed, and I stayed. And I helped, and I helped, and I helped. And I fucking, I fucking, I said to all the first responders, like, that I was the most helpful one out of everybody that stayed and helped all the first responders. They said I was the most helpful one at all. And I got actually awarded the most helpful non-first responder, like, good Samaritan type of thing. I turned the award down. I said, no thanks. They all wanted to, like, take pictures of me and, like, they all, like, all the firemen, (laughs) you know, we were all palling around and stuff like that. And, uh, they, they lifted me up on their shoulder and, like, we, you know, took a bunch of pictures, videos, everything. And I said, you know what? I don't need the credit. You guys are the real heroes now, here, you know? Don't, don't make me a part of this. Like, just don't get me in the pictures. And they, they, they did, li- they respected my wishes. And that's why there's no pictures and actual evidence of me being the most helpful one. But I was there, and I was, that was true. 
I just I don't need the whole like evidence of it or whatever to be out there. So you know, and um, if you if you ask like, uh, yeah, I'm not on the register as being on the 99th floor, but that's because I I was uh supposed to be out that day. I was attempt filling in for attempt, so they don't even have me on the record. Like that's why I'm not on the. That's why you probably can't like don't go looking for me because I don't think you're gonna find me. But like I was up there and I did save the whole floor, even though. You know, well, I saved a lot of people. I don't know if it was the whole. You know, the records are messed up because of the whole. You know, it was a tragedy and all that. But trust me, I I I was. You know, they all love me. I mean, they love me there. They were like, can you help more? And I was like, no, I got to go, like, help my family and other people. I don't want to, you know, take up your guys' time. And they let me go help other people. And that's what you do. No, but I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't one of those or- <laughs> orientation classes. And uh, they were like, what's going on? Whoa, what's, I just heard. And they just turned the news on on this, like, TV. Back then they had... Remember, you kids don't remember this, all you kids out there, but they had these, like, you know, big square TVs, CRT TVs or whatever they call them now, but they would have to wheel out TVs on, like, a cart because they were big boxy TVs. They didn't have these HD flat screen, you know, fancy Gen Z type of TVs. Like, it was, that they wheeled one out, and we just watched the news. Yeah, but I I guess it didn't really hit me for a while, like for like years maybe because, well, it's not like I mean I knew what happened, but yeah, you just gotta think about it. You really think about it. You guys probably don't, you know. Yeah, it is kind of annoying though. Like I was like I was looking up, uh, I don't know, tales of people that kind of were like survivor tales on Reddit and stuff, and like. It is annoying when you like go through those and you're like, oh, there was a, there's a bunch of stories, and then there's somebody like, I wasn't al- I wasn't born yet, but uh, you know, I just really felt, I just felt it, you know, even though I wasn't born, like seeing the old foot, like no, you didn't, <laughs> and it's just weird to kind of comment that stuff. Anyway, it's not like I go like looking up World War Two, uh, you know, footage, and I'm like, I wasn't alive yet, but. Just, like, letting you guys know, like, this really hits, like, hard, dude. Like, I wasn't born yet, but, like, I just feel the tragedy of it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm an empath. 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 So, like, I just really feel like I'm an empath. I don't know if you guys have even heard of that. I'm an empath. I kind of feel like it's uh, fake. And it's just something people use to seem like I care more about stuff than you. Because if you are, like, what does it even mean? I feel people's emotions more than they do. Ah. (laughs) Uh, This is just bullshit. Now everybody seems like they're annoyed about it. What's what's up with empath hate? I don't know if you I don't know how many people even know about this. It's, it might be an internet trend. A lot of people now. I did see a bunch of people saying it's just people who are like narcissists and pretend that they care more. 
And that is true. That just is true. It's just like a tra- it's just a stupid thing people say. It's like a very hippie type of new age type of thing. Oh, I'm just so affected by every <laughs> An empath uh an empath can be described as an individual who is deeply aware and affected by the emotional state of other people. Empaths may feel as they are an indi- uh, absorbing other people's energy, as as in rogue of the X-Men. That always make that's what I first think about with the empath is rogue from the X-Men. Because her isn't her powers. Uh, hold on. Mutant powers. She her power is to absorb the life energy and psyche of others when be when being touched. I think she uh like takes on the powers. It's basically what that is. <laughs> um, I don't. This is such bullshit. For instance, in Empath. It's more likely to dwell on a story about personal suffering, having an emotional reaction, and potentially intervening in some way. On the flip side, an empath will feel tremendous joy for another person when they're going through a joyful experience, even if, at the time, the empath may not be in such a great place themselves. Like, what? there's no diagnosis, though, just as... According to Merriam-Webster, which is bullshit now, they make up new shit all the time. Well, yeah, everybody with empathy is. Empathy is defined as understanding, being aware of, being sensitive to, vicariously experiencing the feelings, thoughts, and experience of another. Me, uh... I don't think it's possible to actually be a real empath. I mean, I don't know if I buy... Because you can't know what other someone else's real feelings are. Like, you, you aren't... Like, that's kind of how it sounds when they talk about it. Like, I literally take on other people's emotions. Like, they're mad, and it, dude, <laughs> it, like, I absorb it, and you see it going into me. Uh, Yeah, so they can, this is just kind of like, I don't know, high agreeable. Yeah, isn't that just like uh, codependency or something like that? Doing more for everybody else than yourself, like. They feel so much of other people's pain that you will see they'll go deeply affected. Yes, person says, uh, yes, oftentimes I've found out these these supposed empaths are some of the most selfish and inconsiderate people I've ever met. I've had family members claim this title, but are simultaneously more than willing to let other people suffer for their own benefit. I just like, ugh. It's just bullshit. It's just like it's almost like it's almost saying like don't you know don't get upset around me because I'll then make it about me and I'll be upset and I don't want to be upset by your bullshit. I can't be around you and your drama because I because I'm too empathy. I'm just like such a you know empath. Let's see if there's any like videos. Up people saying they're one what is an empath like oh my god 
I'm such an empath. I'm such a like let's talk about rogue from X Men. Oh, it just sucks. It just sucks being an empath. Uh. Oh my god. Everybody wants to be something now. Nine types of empaths. Do you know there's empathy nine types, one of guys? The most highly valued virtues humans can have. To have empathy is to have an understanding and share feelings of another person. Yes. Usually to foster take on their powers. Relationships. There are other upsides to empathy. Displaying empathy to an individual allows you to know how to respond in different social situations, okay. especially when needing to show compassion for someone who is feeling down. Being empathetic also promotes helping savor. Another way empathy is beneficial is that when people habitually practice types of empaths. Be sure to stick around until the end because the last type of empath is one we at Psychology Element felt was really unique. Yeah. All right, let's get started. Number one, emotional empath. Before we get further into the list, let's describe the most common type of empath and the kind that the average person would think of when they hear the word empath, the emotional empath. These people are naturally compassionate, aware of other people's moods, and often sensitive themselves. Because they are so in tune to other people's feelings, they can accidentally absorb their oh mental states, which may make them appear a little up and down in their moods. When they're around positive, uplifting people, they tend to be in a good mood. If they spend their hmm. day comforting a friend who is depressed, they might use up all their energy cheering them up and instead hmm. absorb their negativity afterwards. Hmm. These emotional empaths might be more susceptible to compassion fatigue. This is also hmm. known as a secondary stress reaction. Okay, I mean, that's just normal human behavior. You're around a depressed person, you start feeling down after a while. Oh shit. Type of stress that sometimes results from helping or wanting to help another individual who is either traumatized or experiencing emotional turmoil. Compassion fatigue can actually lead to emotional and physical exhaustion, diminishing the ability to empathize and leaving the empath feeling burnt out. If you're an emotional empath and you experience this, check out our video on how to set boundaries to avoid it. You can show empathy while still taking care of yourself. Number two, intuitive empaths. An intuitive empath is someone who has very high levels of intuitive empathy which allows them to sense people's energy and emotions without them even speaking. Oh, my speaking. God. <laughs> their intuition can make it appear as if they're telepathic, guessing what's troubling yeah, them. Yeah, powers, guys. Powers, guys. Powers, guys. Intuitive oh, empaths oh, likely have oh, high levels of oh. affective or emotional empathy and cognitive They don't have telepathic powers. How rather, do you, let me ask you something, guys. How do you measure your empathy levels and your cognitive versus whatever they just said? guessing what's troubling them based on the way that they're slouched over their desk. That's pretty normal, too. Are you, how is, <laughs> you're telepathic? Oh, look, they're over there holding their head in their hands. Uh, hey, is everything okay? Wow, are you, like, telepathic? 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 Did you just read my mind? my mind? Oh, my God, how did you know? Oh, my God, how did you know? Holy shit, it's like Holy you read shit, my mind. Like read my Intuitive empaths likely have high levels of affective or emotional empathy and cognitive empathy. High levels of them. They don't have telepathic powers. Rather, they're very wise and logical and will take the time Look to rationally break down the situation <laughs> their friend or partner is Look in. Look at all these comments.
I have. This is a. This is one of the comments, guys. I have all the. Uh, the all, I have all the abilities stated, except a plant or dark empath. I know things I shouldn't. I dream of deaths and events that actually happen, and more. For example, seeing myself sleeping in bed, and being able to travel around. I've even told my family what they were up to while I was upstairs, asleep in bed, and it really creeps them out. Dark pet empath is something I'm not. Okay, well, that's what you're, okay, you're claiming. Oh, my God. <laughs> who comes up? Where is this from? Like, who made a, this up and where did, who came up with this? It sounds like psychic stuff. Are you kidding me? Super empath? That's a rogue X-Men character. Here's a comment. I'm Sigma Empath. Different evaluation and category. No such thing as a dark empath. That's an oxymoron. That's a narcissist or psychopath. Uh, well, yeah, that doesn't make sense, though. I'll agree there. Oh, my God. This is ridiculous. What? How many things can you claim you are anymore? Guys, want to be, wanna, wanna be interesting? Look this up. Say you're an empath because you have emotions like normal people do. Did you see somebody, ha uh, their head is down at their desk and they sighed really loud? And you went over and you said, is anything wrong? And they said, yeah. Holy shit. You're a super empath. You must have read their mind to know that. What is wrong with them? To know exactly I just intuitively know. Unlike emotional empaths, I have a high empathy level. I measure it like a Thetan level in Scientology. Mainly let their emotions guide them. The intuitive empath lets their hearts yes. and their brains lead I gotta be honest, too. The whole Myers-Briggs thing is, like, annoying. Like, I mean, astrology, too. Like, although, I don't know. I mean, maybe there's something behind some of astrology. I don't know. But I think it's just, like, you can never tell. So it's never going to go away because there's no way to disprove or prove it, really. Like, oh, the, uh, you're this, um, you're a Taurus, so you're like this. It's like, yeah, but, I mean, that would have to be true every time. Or like 90% of the time. And there's no way it is, so. And then there's just all the, it's just, people want to be special. People want a label now. I don't think people did in the past. I don't think, like, it used to be like you didn't want a label. You didn't want to stick out. You wanted to be. Well, now everybody wants a label, and if you don't have one, you stick out. So, like, that's why everybody is searching for, like, oh, yeah, well, I'm an I INFP. Um, I'm an INTP, and I'm also, like, a Gemini, and, like, also I'm an intuitive empath. So, like, sometimes, like, my friend will be, like, I'll just see my friend walking around, and I'll just be, like, did you just, like, uh, have a relationship issue or something and like i'll just know like i'll just know and they'll be like yeah oh my god you're you're psychic yeah they just probably just heard you yelling on the phone to your boyfriend the way number three plant empaths that's Here we right go. there's a type of empaths for plants too 
Are you the type of person who couldn't grow a garden if your life depended on it? Or are you the type who takes the term green thumb to the next level by feeling an intrinsic mm, connection you're and a plant empath. Wow. Wow. If you're the latter, wow. then you might be a plant empath. Yay, empath. I get a label. Yay, I get a label. I once, like, what if you, like, sometimes could plant something, and but you're not good at it, but sometimes you'll just do it. You're not a plant empath? What does that mean? You just know when your plants are like, oh, shit, I just have a feeling. It's like mother's intuition, but <laughs> what a waste of a power. It's like, oh, I just got to go home my sunflower plant. I just know it needs water. I just can't leave it. Mother's intuition. So ridiculous. always knowing. Bodies run on the process of photosynthesis wow. as well. Feeling a bond with their how, succulents. How amazing is this? And understanding their needs through their Animal empaths. As if they're actually having a conversation. Oh my god. Some people might not notice what their cat's meows are trying to say. But an animal empath will pick up on the patterns oh, of yeah. the meows. Oh yeah, know. Learning wow. what they're asking for each time. If a pet is feeling sick, wow. some people wow. might not notice wow. or pass it off wow. as them being tired. Wow. But they an just know. empath they just will know. sense that they're just unwell know. and they know. might need to see a vet. If you feel especially wow. in tune with your wow. cats and dogs, wow. then you might just be an animal empath. If you, you just like see her, like, like, that's, again, that's just something if you have pets, you just get to know your pet and, you know, you might just know if they're acting different. Wow, you're an animal empath then. You see her cat is laying around for three days straight and it never does that. And then you think there might be something off? You're an empath. If so, press subscribe. Settings like doctors, nurses, or paramedics. Great psychology. Oh, it's ridiculous. Empaths are also sometimes known as medical empaths. Oh Great to God. have around in medical settings. Like, like this is playing a role-playing game at this point. What race do you want to pick? Okay, what's your ability? Medical empath? <laughs> or plant empath? Oh, they just know if something's off with someone medically, you know? Too bad it, it just, that's not true. If we had people that could sense medical shit, we wouldn't ever need to go to the doctor. We'd just have them. Maybe we used to in the past, in the caveman days, we used to have psychic abilities. Sometimes I wonder that. Um, you know, because, like, there's all that stuff about cave paintings being similar across the world and, like, pyramids and all that. I do kind of wonder if we had some kind of, some kind of, like, sense or something. And we now don't, you know. But now people just want to say like they're something. doctors, nurses, or paramedics throwing up. Number six, Heoka Empath. Oh the Heoka Empath is a type of empath who views and lives their lives unconventionally. Highly spiritual in nature, the term originated from the Native American terms and ability to show people their true selves. Oh their empathy is so strong, they can mirror people perfectly, showing no. them what their unlikable or harmful traits truly look like. What? The person they meet. This can be a... Oh, God. I just wanted to see somebody who says they're one. Are you an empath? Ugh. Oh, don't, don't imagine having, <laughs> imagine knowing someone like that. Hey, stop being upset. I'm going to, I'm going to absorb it. Stop. 
if you're an empath who absorbs negative en- energy, watch this. Eight signs are a Hayoka, the most powerful empath. What I share with you in this video, I believe is one of the most profound ideas that has changed my life when it comes to understanding what it means to be an empath. And recently I was in a live q and I was doing for one of my... How, how long until this guy starts a cult, guys? To where you don't absorb other people's energy. So it works in yeah. ways. And in this video, I'm going to share with you exactly Let me ask. what to do. Welcome back to another video. My name is Aaron, and I hope you both Sorry, I did speed it up a little. Now, in this video, I want to share with you some of the most profound ideas that I've learned about being an empath. And what I think is very Imagine if someone talked this fast. <laughs> 2021 and this year moving forward, just in general, there's going to be more and more of yes. the old structures falling away. Oh, okay. Yeah. Other people that are going through a lot of trauma or a lot of like yeah. Of yeah. And then to feed yeah. That into them. yeah. And I'm going to share with you in this video how hmm. to go through that, how to navigate through that. Interesting. Now, first off, what is an empath? An empath, or what some people call a highly sensitive person, is somebody that's able to feel other people's energy. And yes. there's signs here that exactly. I have. Exactly. I have that problem. That you may be an empath. One is uh, you have a good sense of intuition. Yep. You have a lot of empathy for other people. You're able to really feel into them. You're able to know if people are lying to you or not. You're able to see through their. You know what the problem is? Like, if you watch, like, <laughs> the documentary on the Nexium thing, that's what they said about the Keith guy, the head crazy psycho guy. He just looked, he, it felt like he knew you and he could just relate to every. They study all this shit and they pretend they're this. That's who these people are that say they're empaths or whatever. Like, oh, just... I had to, uh, like, what would you do to not absorb <laughs> other people's emotions? Listen, it's a very volatile uh, month. This month, all the empaths out there, I'm going to need you guys to, like, lower your receiving, like... I don't even know how you do that. Hey, just like cover up. Wear a lot of clothes this month because like you don't want to absorb that much uh, emotion this month. It's really chaotic energy out there. So just go ahead and cover up. Cover, you know, the more you cover up like Rogue of X-Men, as long as you don't have that skin-to-skin contact, you won't absorb their power. So, you know. Sometimes closeness and intimacy can overwhelm you because you can feel it so deeply. Yes. You take a lot of comfort in nature. Most likely, if you're in yes. a chaotic city environment, you feel bombarded with energy, and it's a lot for you. It's a lot of stimulation. I just gotta oh, too much energy. Places, people tend to tell you their problems. You have people that come to you and they want to tell you what's going on in their life. Oh shit. You understand and you empathize with them, and uh, you have a hard time not caring as well. It's hard for you to just draw the line, and a lot of times, empathic people as well have. This all just describes people who are just like. Um, take on, like, I've, yeah, I've met people, I mean, there's people out there that, like, they, well, I guess there's different types of it. There's some people where they, like, pretend that they're, like, a really caring person who does everything for everybody, but it's really kind of for reasons to look like that. And then there's people that, like, in my opinion, the only reason that you would be more about other people than yourself is you kind of don't value yourself a little bit and you're a little codependent or something. Um, or you take too much on and you, like, think... It's like, uh, yeah, it's like codependency. Um, it's like, or if you have somebody who's demanding 
and you just have low self-esteem, you'll just start, you know. So that's the type of people that I think he's talking about, unless he's talking about people that pretend to. I just don't think this is re- I just. Have trouble setting boundaries with other people. They say yes to things maybe they don't want to do. See, this, but that's, that's self-esteem. Someone else because they can so clearly feel what someone else is feeling. So if you have any of these, with, I think they say like three out of those, you know, seven that I, I stated, then most likely... A people pleaser. That's not an empath. Like this person commented, I'm a people pleaser. I'm an empath, a people pleaser. Overly, like that's because you're worried about, like you, you have low self-esteem. Like it's not like you just have a power, you know. And being sensitive too isn't a power of absorbing... <laughs> You're not absorbing energy. I mean, where this is like a fine line between going into like cult thinking a little bit, like, um, and you could just talk to someone, a mental health person, just figure out your stuff instead of going on YouTube and, and this is how cults start. You go find this guru, and then he starts a cult, and you look. This guy has another video, and the title is. Warning, this will, sh- this will shift you to a parallel reality. I've looked up that too. There was like a Reddit on. <laughs> um, where they, people, there's a Reddit called like dimensional jumping. I'm not kidding. Where people thought that they could jump to another parallel universe like by doing something. Um, I don't we're going to go on too many tangents, but that, the, that uh, is out there. That I've been going to with the shadow work integration coach. It's somebody shadow work, guys. I do a lot of I shadow work. My own life. You know, I've, since a very young age, been able to read people really well. Many of you know my story, but 7 to 16 years old, I had the abusive ex-stepmom in my life, and she was mentally, physically, emotionally abusive. My brother and I uh, almost there we go. Whatsoever. We weren't allowed to have friends. We okay. This, that explains it. So this guy had an abuse. I said, this is how it happened. And then he became codependent with people, and he was a people pleaser. Because he had an abusive, overly demanding mom. So he thought, he well, he's highly sensitive. Well, he was sensitive because he was being abused. <laughs> and then, then he grows up, I'm, high, I'm really sensitive. I don't like abuse. But not knowing that, oh, it's just because you have an abusive mom, that's not normal. You know, you're not an empath. You're just a normal person with feelings, probably. Maybe you are a little sensitive. I don't think it means you're in, you have abilities to absorb emotion. See what I mean? It's a fine line between, uh, like, um, I get up real upset easy. I'm, I'm sensitive. It's one thing that say you're sensitive, but then there's another that go absor- I'm absorbing. You're going into cult territory. I mean, like one of the people that came up when I searched this was Teal Swan. She has a documentary on Hulu about her like cult. <laughs> Look that up, guys. That was like the first one of the first videos. This this lady has like a cult. That's there's a documentary about her. This is real. Look it up on Hulu. She made all this shit up. And she's like a narcissistic person. And like in the documentary, you see that she controls everybody. I mean, this is who the. These people that are, you know, like that guy who said he's highly sensitive because he had an abusive mom. And then he's like, oh, I need to, uh, I'm an empath now. It's like, no, you just were like, you know, you just had a horrible past or whatever. 
You have abilities. You're like special and you should join my group and I'm the leader of it. You're special. Yeah. Everybody know like if you're an empath and you walk into a room, everybody just knows, you know. <laughs> you walk into a room and everybody goes, whoa, what just happened? You feel the energy. No, you don't. Direct the way people talk, like with the spiritual stuff, it's like, oh, you can see energy or something. Oh, I just see, I absorb energy like I'm playing a fucking RPG game. And I'm like, this all reminds me of just like, you know, fantasy uh, video games or like X-Men. I don't know how I got to empaths, but uh, well, why? Because uh, I felt the 9-11 more than everyone else because I'm an empath. That's where I was going with that. I care more I about 9-11 than, than, than you guys. I gotta say, like, I'm pretty surprised. Like, everybody's talking about, you know, if you guys didn't know, all these food chains are doing 9-11 specials. And I gotta say, for one, that, like, I think it's insensitive that Starbucks has a 9-11 menu with all the names, like, uh, Tower 7, um... Crumble uh, latte and like the second plane hit um, frappuccino. I mean, I think that's really insensitive for Starbucks to do that, guys. Okay. Okay. I don't think, you know, they need to do that. No, I was just joking about the uh, <laughs> if places did. You know, remember people were doing that for a while, like. It was like a mattress place that did a terrible 9-11. Uh, it was just like a Twin Tower mattress or something. I should look that up because it... 9 11, 11, 11. Ads, ads, ads. ads. So there was several ads exploiting the tragedy. That was happening. So, uh... Uh, Lady Cooper did one. Uh, a number of companies that chose to go exploit the nine one one attacks and ads. Oh my God! <laughs> New Zealand. Well, at least it's not America, but they had an action on a smoking and tobacco awareness ad, and it has two cigarettes that look like the twin towers with smoke. Oh my God! This startling tagline, and the tagline says, Terrorism-related deaths since 2001, 11,377. Tobacco-related deaths since 2001, 30 million. So what they're saying is smoking is worse than 9-11, guys. Take it from them. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God, that's so bad. Um, some IT security company from Brussels ran this ad, which imagine a computer motherboard that looks like Lower Manhattan and has two twin tower type of computer components there. And it says, someday your computer might become a target. Never forget. No, I added that last part, but no way. Some of these I'm not even, like, these are crazy. The Courier International in France did an ad 
It's an image of two planes flying over a much shorter set of World Trade Towers. And it says, learn to anticipate. Suggesting that if the architects had known to shorten the towers, the terrorist planes would have flown right over them. What? Hey, if we just had shorter twin towers, they those planes, well, they just would have went lower then. <laughs> there you go. That's how you solve that problem. Uh, clean water awareness in France again. Um, none. Hold on. Oh, Titanic plus. <laughs> oh my God. So it has an image of Titanic and a plus sign and then the two twin towers with two planes and it says times 2000 equals uh, it's again saying non it's a non-drinking water c kills 8 million persons a year saying that that's worse than 9/11. According to the ad the sinking end of the Titanic plus the attack on the World Trade Center is still less tragic than the lack of drinking water in the world. Diad explains non-drinking water kills 8 million persons a year. That was a good idea. Um, I don't know if these all ran, by the way. I think some of these didn't. Oh, this might be the one I'm thinking of. Mattress had. <laughs> ah, the video's gone. So, the, so I don't know if I... I hope I didn't talk about this. I know other people have, though. The Twin Towers Sale. There was a Twin Tower Sale. Twin Tower Sale. San Antonio Mattress Stores apologize for promoting. A Twin Tower Sale and closed its doors in response to the backlash. I actually watched the video. I remember this coming on and I did see the video of it. Uh, right now, you can get a t any size mattress for a twin price, says a grinning woman flanked by two employees in the 22nd spot. She flings her arms around, and the med men tumble backwards, knocking over two tall piles of mattresses. The woman screams, oh my god, in mock panic. Then immediately recovers her, recovers her composure and adds with a half smile, we'll never forget. Wow. Man, I want to see it again. Ugh, damn it. I want to see the ad. It's gone. I mean, I see how they... Everybody always pulls everything offline after the outrage. I mean, people kind of... I mean, people have forgot because they're, comp they're saying January 6th is worse now. It's just, like, funny to me when, like they do controversial ads like that. I mean, look, we've all lied and said we're in the tower. Come on. I mean, yeah, it does seem like his career's over, but Steve Wren is this, this see. Look, we've all said we're in the building and ran out and met your wife later. We've all done it. 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 Anyway, one last thing anyway, I want to talk about, talk about, talk about, talk about, talk about. One last thing I want to talk about, talk about, talk about, talk about. Is this guy? Is this guy? Oliver, Anthony, 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 Anthony. Um, 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 um.
Oliver Anthony, Oliver Anthony, Oliver Anthony, Oliver Anthony, Oliver. It went viral, 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 viral. Oliver Anthony went viral, 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 viral. Yeah, this guy has had one video, one song go crazy viral and like it's a it's a uh well it's really just the fact that he talks about class other than just race like everybody always focuses on what someone looks like now and he actually talked about like the class divide the income divide which is cool i mean i'm glad it's like refreshing but I'm a little I'm a little like mixed about like the fact that he made one song and he got on Rogan, he got on like everything just just from one hit. From one I mean I guess that's how it used to be though, I guess. It's just weird, I guess like I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Whatever it takes for people to wake up, it's just like it's just so crazy. He goes viral, and it w- he like you know the clips I saw of him on Rogan and stuff. He's like it's almost like he's a pro at podcasting. <laughs> he like knew what to say. He was like it would fit right in. It's so weird. It's like he's, is he a plant? Guys, like before you know, I just want to say. Hey, remember that? Um, um, jet fuel, jet fuel doesn't melt, doesn't melt, steel beam, steel beam, steel beam, and Oliver Anthony, Oliver Anthony, Oliver Anthony, Oliver Anthony. Did not, did not, did not, was not suicidal, not suicidal, not suicidal, You know, it's just like, dude. Well, it's just like, I mean, yeah, he makes a song that actually talks about, I mean, maybe that'll wake people up. It's good, but it's also like, we know nothing about this guy. What if he, what if his next song is like, it would be funny, actually. If it's, if he, <laughs> his next song is just like crazy. Says he says he like it's like he's part space alien and he like he he what if I don't know who knows but it's just crazy he got on every podcast he went on fucking everything from one song from one song that is actually kind of honest like talking about like that we're actually poor now we're like in a shitty country now we're just like no one talks about it though I guess because we don't have Trump. Like, they would be talking about if we had, like, a Republican president, everybody would be fucking talking about the economy and, like, the wealth divide or whatever. I mean, we're we're just, like, you know, and I was just thinking about the, you know, 9-11 or whatever. Like, most years I don't, but, like, yeah, it is kind of, like, you know, the, the other countries talking about 9-11, like, they were affected almost or as much as us here. You know, I, I was in South Jersey when it happened, and then people from, like, oh, I, I was in Germany, and I just can't get over that, you know, because it was, like, a symbol, like, literally America was being bombed. And I just think nowadays we just don't have anything like that. Like, What do we have that, I guess, D.C.? I don't know. Statue of Liberty? Uh-oh. I'm giving people ideas, but... uh, 
Yeah, I mean, this is like crazy. This is a crazy story. He's like, uh, so he was like, his family's like poor. Just a guy and his guitar, the style of music we should have never gotten away from. Well, he's right, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, well, well, I guess like maybe he is how he comes off then. I mean, good. He turned down an $8 million contract, like, because he would be turned into overproduced stuff, because I, I was thinking his song almost reminded me of, like, Mumford and Sons, early stuff, which I did think was good, but it was also obviously a gimmicky record label thing. If they took him, they'd just, like, make his music poppy, you know, which it already kind of was catchy. It was already almost like that, but it was almost like indie alternative or something to me. It wasn't, like, real bluegrass type of music. Uh yeah, that is pretty crazy, though. I don't know. Maybe it's a good thing that he's... And it's, like, also funny that everybody's taking him for their side. Like, oh, he, he's right-wing, and oh, no, he's maybe he's not, or, like, I don't know. What if that's it, though? What if, like, he, uh... Yeah, he does say people are so tired of being neglected and divided. I mean, it takes this guy... It takes one guy to... And people go, wait, he's right. Like, what? What? Like, yeah, like, one guy who's kind of honest, like, how great, how... I guess I'm not complaining about the fact that he took off then. If he's really, like, an authentic guy, like, but but I'm just so cynical. Uh, you know, and also... I'm an empath, guys. Empath, guys. Empath, guys. So like I can barely, I can barely do Like the stuff that he sings about, he sings about, he sings about. I would just be crying all day because I take on energy, you know. I literally like if somebody's upset and crying, like I will be crying, and then I'll be like, oh my god, I'm more upset about it. I'm more upset than you who would happen to. So, yeah. Imagine how annoying that would be. Somebody really, <laughs> somebody really was like, the, dude, just stop. I can't. I'm taking on your energy. Every time you get mad, they get mad as much as you are. You're like, what are you doing? Shut up. <laughs> stop being rogue all the time. I just want to label, guys. I just want to be something. I just want people to notice me. Notice me. Notice me. Please. You know what's going to happen now, though? People are going to copy Oliver Anthony. Oliver Anthony. They're going to do their own. They're going to do their own. That's going to be funny to see the copies. People are going to copy him. I mean, look him up if you don't know. He's a, a rich man song or whatever. Just look it up. I mean, fucking everyone saw it. Now people are going <laughs> to copy him. And if he's really like he says he is, I mean, that'll be, I'm doing it. I'm going to get that same weird guitar. I'm going to pretend I'm in the folk. I'm going to do the same type of like, rich men don't relate to us poor people. Uh, my name is uh, Benjamin uh, Tony, because he, he had two first names too. And he's my great, 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 great. 
great 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 father great father great father and i sing for him every day every day and i don't even want to work take that and shove it up your ass i'm a down i'm a real i'm a real my name's benjamin anthony wait it can't be anthony wait it can't be benjamin alex i don't know but there's going to be some copies of all It'll be like, you know, be like, if he did get signed, he'd do this stuff a little bit, and then he'd switch to electric, just like Mumford and Sons, just like Bob Dylan. They all go mainstream. He would just pretend he's into, he'd do this folk thing, cute little folk thing for a little while, and then he'd just start doing Taylor Swift. He'd get songwriters. He'd start doing rap rock or something. He'd just, like, sell out. That will be funny. Uh, the rich people can't relate to us poor people. Anyway, go buy my new... <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's really... If he's turning that down... I mean, I don't know. Like, maybe he made money off of that viral video. I don't know. But I would just cash in now if he's really planning on not, you know, selling out. He should probably save up... You should probably cash in now. Get it, make T-shirts and all that stuff, and then have the other people who are going to co- copy his style. I do that too. Look at my guitar, and I'm outside, and I'm talking about rich people too. Look at me. I'm the next Oliver Anthony guy type of person. Do this Never forget. Never forget. Jet fuel melt doesn't steal beams, guys. Inside job, job, inside blow job, 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 blow job,